0: Ding! There we go. Ooh, some little shelters under the water. Nice seaweedy environment. Panning up through the ocean with magic carp swimming by to a Lapras on the wavy sea under a beautiful blue sky. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. It's me, Daniel K. Welcome to the Daniel K's Let's Plays uh, podcast project. It's time for the next uh, Nuzlocke challenge to begin. Pokémon Silver. Were you prepared for that? God damn it, I'm not prepared for that. But it's happening anyway. We're we're in Generation Two. Pokémon Silver. I got a uh, yeah. I got the Pokémon Silver aftermarket cartridge. I got my old Game Boy Color. And I have an intent to play a Nuzlocke challenge. And for uh, all you people to listen along. Episode by episode, following the ups and downs. Now, uh, long-time listeners will know that this isn't just any old Nuzlocke challenge. It's a Nuzlocke challenge with a plan in place for inevitable failure. Because I never played this game as a kid, so every single new encounter will be a surprise to me, pretty much. Um... You know especially after the early game. Uh, I'm not going to know what gyms I'm going to be up against or what surprises lay in store, so I'm predicting that the Nuzlocke will finish uh, in a sort of tragic fashion. But so the plan is, uh, once I get a total party wipe and I have to quit the Nuzlocke, then this playthrough is going to continue, but in a new form, a new iteration. It's going to... suddenly I'm going to... Go back to the Pokemon Center and release all my poor old Pokemon into the wild as per the Nuzlocke rules. And then I'm going to go back to my mum's house. I'm going to rummage through my drawers and find a Bug Catcher's hat. I'm going to put it on. And a Bug Catcher's white singlet. And a Bug Catcher's net. And all of a sudden I'm going to pack it in and become a Bug Catcher. Just like, you know, just like I always wanted to be. And uh, then it's going to turn into the Bugs Only Pokemon Silver challenge. I'll keep the progress that I've made up till that point, but it'll just be suddenly a bugs-only challenge. Because I like the idea of being, like, role-playing as a bug catcher in this game. Um, I'm not going to just do a straight-ahead bugs-only challenge, because I know that in this game the first gym is the bird gym. So I would need to grind up my bugs until they were invulnerable to beat the bird gym. So, this way, I think I'll at least get past the bird gym in a Nuzlocke kind of fashion, and then when the Nuzlocke fails, we'll keep on playing the game. That's the plan, anyway. Oh boy. I'm out of practice, listeners. My mouth's already a little bit dry. Let me just enjoy this delicious coffee which I prepared for myself earlier. Alright! And let's get into it, shall we? New game. Dot, 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 in the text box here on the screen. Zzz, snoring sound effects. Described in text, listeners. Huh? What? You woke me up. Will you check the clock for me? What time is it? Hey, hey, it's daytime. Oh, that's not right, is it? My clock says it's 9.41am. Is it really 941 Hang on, let me just... Let me just... <laughs> Let me just open up a tab and Google what the time is. What's the time? Yes, yeah, nine forty-one. Sorry, my clock on my uh, desktop computer, my new old desktop computer, has been playing up. So it's morning nine. Well, it's pretty much ten o'clock, isn't it? Which is the default answer: morning ten o'clock. What daytime ten o'clock? Yes. How many minutes? Oh, god fucking damn it. Well, I should have said 9. is 9 o'clock and 40 minutes, but I was just rounding up to the nearest, so it's 0 minutes. Whoa, 0 minutes? Yes. Day, 10 o'clock. Oh, I overslept. Who was that talking? Was it this guy? We see a picture of Professor Oak. Hello. Sorry to have kept you waiting. Welcome to the world of Pokemon. My name's Oak. People call me the Pokemon Professor. This world is inhabited by creatures that we call Pokemon. We see a picture of a Marill, a new Pokemon, a second generation Pokemon. Very exciting. It's like a little blue ball, little blue ball tail connected to its body by a little black wire. Round ears, little blue ball, hands and feet, a happy face. People and Pokemon live together by supporting each other. Some people play with Pokemon, some battle them. Well, what are you going to do? We don't know everything about Pokemon yet, though. There's still many mysteries to solve. That's why I study Pokemon every day. Now, what did you say your name was? We see a sprite of a boy with a backwards facing cap and a cool pullover with pockets on the front and little shorts, little three quarter pants. It's not it's a pretty nice jumper. Our hair is spilling out of the little gap in our cap. We're a cool kid. Okay, I can name myself Silver, Camon, Oscar, or Max. Well, I'm gonna go new name, and I'm gonna be Danil. D. Lowercase. A. N. I. L. Danil. End. Danil, are you? Ready? <laughs> Whoops. Your very own Pokemon story is about to unfold. Oh, this is exciting, listeners. Isn't it? Is it? See, this is the thing. I forget how much stress a Nuzlocke is. It's actually a lot of stress. Uh, but I always, I always want to be playing one. But then when I'm actually playing one... Ooh, I'm assaulted by stress. Confronted by the stress of the Nuzlocke. Alright, let's get into it. You'll face fun times and tough challenges. A world of dreams and adventures with Pokemon awaits. So let's go. I'll be seeing you later. Ah. We're in our little brown room. Brown wooden walls and brown floorboards. A little brown world map on the wall. A computer. A radio. Professor Oak's Pokemon talk. Please tune in next time. Oh cool. Pokemon channel. This is DJ Mary, your co-host. Pokemon! Pokemon channel! That was that. I didn't... yeah. Cool, we've got a radio in our room. That's kind of sweet. And there's the computer next to the radio. Let's see if we've got a potion in the... in the item... uh... storage... facility. Daniel turned on the PC. Withdraw... no! Deposit, no items. Well... And there's no potion. We are weird. What a departure. Already a departure. Oh, a ch- change for the worse if you ask me bring back generation one where I mean, there's potions in my computer. There's a TV, there's a bookshelf what's on our bookshelf? A whole collection of Pokemon picture books. Come on, how old did we look? We look to be like 12 or something. I feel like we're past picture books. We should be reading Pokemon fiction. you know Ah oh, we walk downstairs and our mum spots us. Oh Danel, our neighbour, Professor Elm, was looking for you. He said he wanted you to do something for him. Oh I almost forgot. Your Pokemon gear is back from the repair shop. Here you go. Danel received the poker gear. Pokemon gear, or just poker gear. It's essential if you want to be a good trainer. Oh, the day of the week isn't set. You mustn't forget that. What day is it? Well, it's Friday. So I cycle through to Friday and accept Friday, is it? Yes. It's Friday, the 9th of October, listeners. Is it daylight savings time? I don't know. Yes or no? No. Why is this? (laughs) I don't do daylight savings time, I don't think. I think in Western Australia we've escaped that particular nightmare. Is it daylight savings time now? No. 10 a.m., is that okay? Yes. Come home to adjust your clock. For daylight savings time. No thanks, Mum. By the way, do you know how to use the phone? Uh, no, I don't know how to use a phone. Well, I'll read you the instructions. Oh, thanks, Mum. She's a supportive mum, isn't she? She's got the phone instructions. Turn the poker gear on and select the phone icon. Phone numbers are stored in memory. Just choose a name you want to call. When did this game come out? Hang on. Um, poke Month. Still the release date. Nineteen ninety nine Great Pokemon Silver for the Game Boy Color. Twenty first of November nineteen ninety nine initial release date. Cool. Uh two thousand in America. So I guess nineteen ninety nine would have been Japanese release maybe. Yeah, great 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 so we're all walking around with mobile phones in 1999 in Japan isn't that convenient or maybe this is the near the believable near future that we're playing in alright here we are in the house pretty open plan Here's a little kitchen nook let's look in the fridge let's see what's in the fridge fresh water and tasty lemonade Ah, oh, cool give me some of that I want to clutter my inventory with stuff that does a slightly better job than potions but is slightly less easy to come by. Yes, please. Uh, let's just leave the house. Bye-bye, mum. Okay, here we are in the town. Here's the portly gentleman at the beginning of each town, looking very cool. Hey, yo, Danall. I heard Professor Elm discovered some new Pokémon. Let's have a look at the sign to get the name of this town. New Bark Town town where the winds of a new beginning blow great so i'm used to generation one where the exit to town is in the north and there's some secret water to the south which will take us to cinnabar island later well hey welcome to newbark town where there's secret water in the east on the right hand side of screen which takes us i don't know where and the exit to the town is in the west here on the left of screen so it's the same but swept around um Here's a large, uh, blocky building, which I presume is the laboratory where I'm going to go meet Professor Elm. And there is a shady character looking in through the window on the left with uh, bright orange-red hair. So, I've played through the beginning of this game a few times. Um, never making it... I th- yeah, never really making it past the bird gym. At least not that far. Uh, and then, So, apart from our house and the, the laboratory, I'm just walking around this quite nice little... Green grassy town. There's two other buildings. One with a sign out the front, Elm's house. Oh, okay. And one without a sign out the front, which I'm just going to enter to discover the contents therein. There's a lady at the uh at a, a a table here. She looks like the same sprite as we would find in a generation 1 game, say Pokémon Blue or Red for example, or Yellow. Even Uh, let's talk to her. Pikachu is an evolved Pokémon. I was amazed by Professor Elm's findings. He's so famous for his research on Pokemon evolution! Sigh. I I wish I could be a researcher just like him. Yeah, well, what do you do? What are you doing? You're sitting around all day. I'd come back tomorrow and you'd be here. I'd come back in the middle of the night and you'd be here sitting at your desk. You don't even have a bed in this house! Go do something! Become a, a... Become a researcher! Chase your dreams! Like me! When all my Pokemon die, I'm gonna be a bug catcher. Chase your dreams. All right, so do we want to go to Elm's house? Yeah, I think we do. All right, Elm also lives in a brown house with brown walls, a brown table and brown stools on brown floorboards. It's quite nice. Brown bookshelves, brown drawers, a little PC, and what appears to be a wife and child. Uh, I can't. Let's let's have a little talk to them. Hi, Daniel. My husband's always so busy. I hope he's okay. When he's caught up in his Pokemon research, he even forgets to eat. And let's talk to the child. When I grow up, I'm going to help my dad. I'm going to be a great Pokemon professor. Okay, cool. It'd be cool if it, it told us the kid's name and it was like Rose or something. Um, yeah, hey, update listeners. I've played a, f- a few different Pokemon games since I last played a Pokemon game here for the podcast. Um... Yeah, I'll I'll talk about it in a second. Let's just hurry ahead and get the starter Pokemon, shall we? I don't even know what it's gonna be. Who knows, spur of the moment, how about that? All right, here's the big lab building with a sign out the front. Elm Pokemon Lab. Let's talk to the suspicious character. Dot, 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 ah. So this is the famous Elm Pokemon Lab. Hey, what are you staring at? Ah, and they've kicked us, they've kicked us away. And we went flying, but that, that's it. That's the end of the interaction. So let's just enter the lab. Uh, our sprite walks to the end of the lab and talks to Elm. A little sprite with glasses and a receding hairline. Elm says, oh there you are. I needed to ask you a favor. I've got an acquaintance called Mr. Pokemon. He keeps finding weird things and raving about his discoveries. Anyway, I just got an email from him. Saying that this time it's real! It is intriguing, but we're busy with our Pokemon research. Could you look into it for us? I'll give you a Pokemon for a partner. They're all rare Pokemon that we just found. Come on, pick one. Cool, this is really straight ahead. None of this like... Oh, I'm stuck in some long grass. My suitcase full of Pokemon has fallen down. Quick, Daniel, grab one of the Pokémon so you can rescue me! It's not like we're foisted into it, it's like, Hey, do you want a rare Pokémon? I'm just going to give you a rare Pokémon. No one's ever seen one like this, and I'm going to give you one. Which is kind of cool, very straightforward. Alright, what are we looking at? Generation 2 starters. Ah, a Cinderquill. We see a little Sprite. It's like a little... little reptile-looking mammal. Kind of like an anteater, little baby anteater, or like a little baby echidna maybe, but with fire for quills. Black on its back, pale color on its tummy, described in a monotone, so I can't tell you anything more. You'll take Cinderquill, the fire Pokemon? No no no, let's look at the others. Well think it over carefully, your partner is important. Here we have Totodile, a little blue crocodile with a happy face which walks up on its hind legs. Adorable. The obvious choice. Everyone, I think, loves Totodile. Do you want the Totodile, the water Pokemon? No, no, let's have a look at the last one. Well, think it over carefully. Your partner is very important, was the last choice. Oh, a Chikorita. Like a little, little, I don't know. Kind of like a little sauropod, but instead of having a head on the end of a long neck, it's just got a big fat neck with eyes and mouth on it, and a leaf growing out of the top of its head. And like a little necklace made of, I guess, buds of plants. Plant buds? It's a little green... Little green baby thing. Four-legged blob. Oh, you'll take the chicorita, the grass Pokémon. Uh, no. Well, think it over carefully. Let's look in the bin. The wrapper from the snack Professor Elm ate is in there. Ah, that wrapper from that snack that he ate. Yeah, I know the one. Okay, so what are we going to do, listeners? I'm not going to choose Totodile because I always choose Totodile. So that leaves either Cyndaquil or Chikorita. Right? I think I'm probably going to go with Cyndaquil. The little fire uh, Pokemon. I actually don't know very much about this generation starters. I can't really... I can kind of picture... For both of them, I can picture like a second form. Um... Yeah. Chikorita, I think I can picture it. A Cyndaquil, I think maybe I can picture it. But like a third form, I got no idea. Let's just pick the... We're gonna pick the... There it is. It's the little Cyndaquil. You'll take the Cyndaquil? Yeah, I will. I think that's a great Pokemon, too. Dana received the Cyndaquil. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for us to take our first little break. Hey, guess what? Guess what? You know me. You are. Know, I'm like a horrible, like, disorganized slob. I never organize anything. I'm uh, just like a pig of a man, wallowing. Wallowing. That's what I do, I just wallow. But I've organized something today. I've organized a spreadsheet. I've got a... a, uh, Where is it? Here it is. Google Chrome. Uh, I've got a Google Doc. Uh, I just went to uh, a website called ashenfactory.github.io slash nuzlocke-tracker and I looked at the silver, gold and crystal location list and I copied all those names and I put it in a Google Doc which I'm gonna have here on my Google account. Maybe I'll share it later, I don't know, but all, all it is is I'm just gonna type in Cinderquill. Cinderquill here next to starter. Um, and now I know what I got. So if, I, if I'm ever back here and uh, Professor Elm offers me another Pokemon, and I'm like, hey, wait, did I get a starter Pokemon at the beginning of the game? I don't remember. Well, then I can look back over the Google Doc and go, oh, I got a Cinderquill. So there we go. Now you know. Arrrr. And now the most challenging part of the game. We've got to give a nickname to the Cinderquill. A nickname to the Cinderquill. Um... Yeah, I know what I want to name it. Cinderquill, huh? Um... I've been on a real Surrat kick recently, listeners. In setting up this, um, this uh, desktop computer, I've had to come up with a bunch of desktop backgrounds, which I like. So I've been going through, like, uh, the, you know... I've been looking at old famous painters, which I like, and I've been finding high-quality versions of their paintings. And I've made, like, a big uh, folder full of paintings that I like. Uh, and I photoshopped them onto, like, a grey gallery wall. I made them all, like, the same size, like, height-wise. And I put them on a 10-minute cycle. So every 10 minutes here on my desktop, I get a new painting. And a lot of them that I really like are by Jorge Surat. Uh, editor's note is George Surat. I find that out in a second. Uh, that's just by the by. That's what, what I actually wanted to say was that the, uh... That folder full of uh, desktop backgrounds. I just put them up on Drive, and the links in the description of this podcast. If you've got a monitor which is 1920 by 1080, and you want to uh, have the Daniel K. background desktop background experience, r- relatively small folder full of mostly post-impressionist works, 1920 by 1080. Hey, head on down to the description. And you can make your desktop background just like mine. Yeah. You notice all those different shades of grey? I chose those shades of grey. Yeah. Maybe some of them don't work so well. Hey, leave me alone. Alright, back to it, listeners. Back to it. Boisier-Pierre Surat, a French post-impressionist. Born 2nd December 1859 in Paris, France. Died 29th of March 1891 in Paris, France. Hey. Cool, so... In honor of my desktop backgrounds being a lot of Jorge Surat, I think it's Jorge, it's that Georges. G E O R G E S. I think I might name this Cinderquill Jorge. It's a female. It's a female Cinderquill. Is there a, a female version of Jorge? Jorhet. <laughs> Let me just double-check the pronunciation. Oh, my desktop computer doesn't have speakers yet, so I can't. So I'm just going to assume it's Jorge, so I'm going to name it Jorge. Right? That's a fine name. Jorge the Cyndaquil. I guess Georgette would be the female version, so I guess it's going to be Georgette. Or Georgina? No, Georgette. Alright everyone, I just looked it up. They don't say Jorge Surat. it's just George. I looked it up on pronunciation.com or whatever, youtube slash pronunciations slash George Surat, And they just say George. So this one's gonna be Georgette. Uh, I'm going with G-E-O-R-G-E-T-T-E, Georgette. Georgette the Cyndaquil. Obviously, we want Georgette. Okay, that's done. Thank God the most arduous task in the whole Nuzlocke Mr. Pokemon lives near Cherry Grove the next city. It's almost a direct route to there If your Pokemon is hurt, well, you should heal it with this machine. Oh Here's my phone number call me if something comes up. Daniel got Elm's phone number. Cool. Shall we christen the phone and call call him now? We're standing in front of him. Poker gear. Phone. Professor Elm. Call. Ring, 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 ring. Hey, just go talk to that person. Click. Alright. Let's talk to our mum. Ring, 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 ring. Hello? Oh, hi, Danel, You're on a big mission for Professor Elm. Well, be good. Click. Cool. Great. Well, we got the Pokemon. And now we have our freedom. We got Georgette. If we leave... Oh, the aid runs up to us when we try and leave. Daniel, I want you to have this for your errand. Daniel received the potion. Did you take this out of my computer earlier? Daniel put the potion in the item pocket. There's only two of us, so we're always busy. I guess you and Professor Elm. Alright. What happens when we talk to them again? There's only two of us so we're always busy. All right we exit and now what happens when we talk to the grump outside the window dot 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 ah this is the famous professor Elm's lab and we get kicked again. What are you staring at big kick all right cool great groovy Well let's start our journey then we eat soggy weebix to the west Our journey west journey to the west. Ah, the journey to the west. Route 29, Cherry Grove City to Newbark Town. We're heading west. It's quite a thin route up and down, but it's quite pleasing. There's long grass in the south with a person in the long grass. There's a white path into a a cropped grassy region. There are trees uh, barring our way to the north and the south. And there is now a jump down a bull wall. Barring my way further south, so that I actually have to go down into the long grass to, to walk around it. Maybe have some encounters. Have some encounters. Discover what Pokemon live in this long grass. Um. Speak to this little person. Oh! An encounter right off the bat. Uh, so, for those of you... It's a centret. For those of you not familiar with the Nuzlocke rules, I guess I should give a little primer. Um... They're not in effect yet because I don't have Pokeballs. That's when the Nuzlocke rules kick off. But the rules of a Nuzlocke are I can only catch one Pokemon per region in the game. So per route or per area. Per cave, per city. Uh, And that kind of limits the pool of Pokemon that I have to play with. I can only catch the first Pokemon I encounter and if I fail to catch that Pokemon then I just don't get a Pokemon in that region. Uh, And that's by way of maybe making me play with some Pokemon I wouldn't normally play with, maybe. Like, you know, just having the cards dealt to me and getting me to, to interact with those Pokemon without really making a, a choice, without hunting out Pokemon that I really want. It's like, well, you get this one. Oh, okay, cool. And then the big the big kicker, number three, is when a Pokemon faints in a battle, i got to go to the computer and release it, and then it lives a happy life in the wild. ...with all its old friends having tea parties in the trees... ...and doing whatever Pokemon do when they're not enslaved... ...and made to fight each other by us dickhead humans. Um, And uh, rule number four is we name every Pokemon. But that hasn't started yet because I haven't got the Pokeballs. I'll get them soon, I guess. And I think for this first episode I'm just going to play until I catch my first Pokemon. And that'll be the end of the episode. So that'll be after I've got the Pokeballs. Wild Sentret appeared... Level 3. Go, Georgette. Georgette, level 5. Tackle. Georgette use tackle. (laughs) Temptation to do an offensive French accent is building within me. Why did I name it Georgette? The Sentrate has taken damage. It's in yellow health. It's tackling us. We're down to 13 out of 19 hit points. But with this final tackle, I believe we will emerge victorious. Enemy-centred fainted. Georgette gained 24 experience points. And we're way past halfway. Hey, what a fantastic addition to the game. The little experience bar. The little blue experience bar. Oh, Pokemon Blue and Red were kicking themselves for not thinking of that. What fools we are, they say to each other. Look at them. Silver and gold. What a good idea. What a good idea, I agree. Let's speak to this person in the long grass. Pokemon hide in the grass. Who knows when they'll pop out? Alright. We're running around the barrier, we're in the long grass. Uh, We've gone down south and now we head west. And now we reach a path which is not long grass. We only had one single encounter in that whole patch. Now I can head north, into like a little elevated area. um, With a cut-downable tree or a path with long grass. Or I can keep on going and there's a person here on the way who I can talk to. Hello. Yo, how are your Pokémon? If they're weak and not ready for battle, keep out of the grass. Okay, cool. I actually don't know where I want to go. I don't really remember. Over to the left? Oh, I can't go. I can't go left. I have to go north. So there there was a cutdownable tree brock- blocking my path, blocking my path to the left. Um okay. So up here in the north, in the elevated section, there's long Pokemon grass, which I'm walking through. And now there's a branching path over to the left, which I think will actually take me to the first town. Or there's a path to the north, which might take me to where Mr. Pokemon lives. Let's go north. Diddly 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 ding. A Pidgey. Hello, Pidgey. So we're getting a feel for what kind of Pokemon we might catch as our first Pokemon here in Root... Root where? 20? Did it say? 29? Yeah Georgette used tackle Oh no uh, Georgette used tackle Pidgey used tackle A critical hit Oh Georgette recovered using a berry It turns out we were holding a berry We went down, uh, back up to 18 out of 19 hit points Great Good job Georgette One more Tackle will do. Pidgey used Tackle though, bringing us from 18 and down to 15. And we've now beat the Pidgey. And Zorzac gained 15 experience. Almost bringing up to level 6, but not quite. Alright, here uh, I've walked to the northeast through some long Pokemon grass. And here is an item on the ground. Another potion. I put the potion in my items pocket. And then we head back up oh, through the long grass. Another Sentret. And then I tell you what, the Sentret is now defeated with tackles. Enemy Sentret fainted. And Georgette, gained 24 experience. Wow, they're way better to fight than Pidgeys, because they give like twice as much experience. And biddly-ding, Georgette grew to level 6. And wants to learn Smokescreen. Okay. Is that like Sand Attack? I think it's Sand Attack. Oh, I just flat out learned it, because we don't have that many moves. All right. We're in the northern area. We're heading west now. The only path available to us is this path, which I thought would bring us to the town. Oh, yeah. And it branches. It goes off to the left, which I think will bring us to the town. But there's a building here in the north, which I think I remember is the way to Mr. Pokemon's house. There's a portly gentleman out front of the building. I want to take a break. So I saved to record my progress. Hey, good plan. Let me do that. Uh, player Daniel, badges zero. Play time twenty nine minutes. Saving. Don't turn off the power. A little sip of coffee, ladies and gentlemen. <sighs> yum, 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 yum. Oh, it's very good. It's uh, it's my plunger coffee from yesterday. I've got my great big big plunger, which makes like makes like three days worth of coffee. And I make coffee in the morning and I have a hot coffee. The rest goes in the fridge. And then the next morning I have a cold coffee from the fridge. But as of the last six months, I've transitioned out of uh, out of uh, plain old cow milk. I started drinking cashew milk in my cold coffees because I think it tastes delicious. Cashew milk in cold coffee. Oh, yum, 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 I say as I drink it. It's the best. Cashew milk in my cold coffee? amazing. Uh, But yesterday I go to the shop because I'm all out of coffee and cashew milk. And guess what? The shop doesn't have any cashew milk. So I'm like, well, what do I get? I normally get unsweetened cashew milk. Uh, I guess I'll try almond milk. I don't remember liking it very much. And so this morning I had almond milk in my cold coffee. Yuck. Disgusting. I throwed it in the bin. (laughs) No, thank you. Not in my household. Uh, But I also bought oat milk. Uh, and this cold coffee now has oat milk in it, cold oat milk, and it's just as good as the cashew milk. So I think I've got a little something for you, listeners. Hang on, wait a second. Uh, uh see if we can do this first try. Um, Daniel K has a podcast, and he recommends things sometimes. Yeah, I recommend that you. Oh my God! Jesus Christ! I recommend that you make yourself a big plunger's worth of coffee and then in the morning you get up and you put some in a mug and then you put some nice cold uh, unsweetened cashew or unsweetened oat milk in it and enjoy yourself a delicious morning a delicious wake-up morning breakfast beverage it's so good wow, segments, ladies and gentlemen alright, so we're here in front of the uh, the portly man with a blue shirt, black hair He's got quite a... a severe lean to his body. He's really leaning back very far. His... his... like... yeah. He looks like I feel when I try and have a straight posture. Alright. We go up to the north, because I think this is the way to Mr. Pokemon's house. There's a guard at a table. You can't climb ledges, but you can jump down from them to take a shortcut. There's a little... little person here. Different kinds of Pokemon appear past here. If you want to catch them all, you have to look everywhere. Up through the north we go. This is a totally new route, right? 46 Mountain Road ahead. Maybe this is not where Mr. Pokemon lives. This might not be where Mr. Pokemon lives. But there is long grass here, so we can come catch a Pokemon when we got our Pokeballs, hopefully. Dun, 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 dun. Ah, oh, Firo Hello, Firo You look pretty good. Oh no! It's a Spiro, not a Furo. A Spiro. Tackle. Georgette used Tackle. Great. Half its health is gone. Spiro use Growl, so it'll take two more hits to get us. Cause our attack fell. It's just the way it goes. Spiro use Peck. We go from 14 health down to 12 health. 12 out of 21 health. We got it with our third tackle, and Georgette gained 16 experience points. Not as good as the Sentret. Great, we head back down south through the house. South through the house, we head back down, and now west, past the Portly Man, through a path, avoiding some long grass. We reach an area where we cannot avoid the long grass because it's pulling the same trick as the map did slightly over to the east, where the path to the west is blocked by a jump-downable cliff, but I can go around the elevated area, which generates the cliff, if I walk down uh, to the bottom half of the screen through long grass. So, repeating itself a little this game. Okay. Oh, a random encounter. That's another Pidgey. And I tell you what, I'm just going to get it uh, with tackles. And now I've gotten it with tackles. Boom. And boy, oh boy, it also got me with tackles. I'm down to 8 out of 21 health. Those pidgeys, man. We're almost up to level 7, though. Alright. We've walked through some long grass to... Oh, shit! I I jumped down the cliff. It's okay. I've gotten back up with no incident. To a little elevated area. All there is in this little elevated area, out of the long grass, is a person and a berry bush. Let's talk to the person. I'm waiting for Pokemon that appear only at night. Interesting. Interesting strategy, my friend. Gosh. Alright, here's a berry bush. It's a fruit-bearing tree. Hey, it's a berry. Obtain the berry. Okay. Some opinion, listeners. Let me share an opinion with you. I hate, in later Pokemon games, like Pokemon Ruby and Pokemon Pearl, I hate the berry nonsense. I cannot stand it. No. No. Berry bushes. You go to a berry bush. Oh, it's some soil. You look through your berry inventory. You've got a hundred berries. You go and you look. Oh, an orange berry. Oh, a petcha berry. A citrus berry. A cherry berry. I've got one cherry berry. I've got two orange berries. I guess I'll plant one of them. And then you water the bush. And you come back the next day and it's got two berries on it. And you pick it and then you've got to plant another berry. It's so just. Every single action, watering the bush, planting the berry, selecting the berry, harvesting the berry, it takes so long. It's such a boring, bad task. But here we are in the little paddle pool of Pokémon Berrylands, where they've just introduced it, and I think in this game there's only one type of berry. I would be certainly delighted to learn that that was the case. And I think there's no watering or anything. I think that the berries just grow back after a certain amount of time. And it's just one berry. So this is the sweet spot. This is where berries are good, I think. None of that... None of any of the other stuff, please. Just keep it to this. Dan will put the berry in the berry pocket. Uh, the item pocket even. I don't even have a berry pocket. Perfect. Yeah, it's an item. I put it in my item pocket. Great. Alright. I jump down. I jump down. Um... Route 29, Cherry Grove City to Newbark Town. Yeah, so this is the other end of the route. So that was a sign telling people who were leaving Cherry Grove City or whatever that this is where they are. And here we are in the in the, in the the first little town after Newbark Town. Fantastic. So I was wrong. There's no... Like, Mr. Pokemon doesn't live up north of that Route 29, which is good. There's a little old man here. Oh, you're a rookie trainer, aren't you? I can tell. That's okay, everyone is a rookie at some point. I think we have to talk to this guy. I think the game wants us to talk to this guy for some reason. I get that memory from my 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 beginning playthroughs of this game, my multiple beginning playthroughs. If you like, I can teach you a few things. Yes, please, old man. Well, all right, then follow me. This is a Pokemon Center. They heal your Pokemon in no time at all. You'll be relying on them a lot, so you better learn about them. Thank you. this is a Pokemon Mart. It's the building just to the left of the Pokemon Center. Both buildings are set into into like a little forest of quite big trees. In the northern perimeter of this town. Uh, In the center of town there's a grassy patch with some flowers bobbing gently in the breeze. It's quite picturesque. They sell balls for catching wild Pokemon and other useful items. We keep on walking to the west. Here's the exit out to the north of town. Route 30 is out this way. Trainers will be battling their prized Pokemon there. And now here on the western perimeter of town, there's the sea. This is the sea. As you can see, some Pokemon are found only in the water. And we head back down south, back through the center of town to a house in the southern perimeter in the southern southern section of town. Here, it's my house. Thank you for your company. Let me give you a small gift. I got the map card. Daniel's poker gear now has a map. That's why we have to talk to him. Poker gear becomes more useful as you add cards. I wish you luck on your journey. And in he goes. Uh, let's read what his house is called. His house is called. Guide Gents House. Cool. Let me just double check that we can't already buy. Po- well, first things first, let's heal our Cyndaquil. Georgette. Hello, welcome to our Pokemon Center. We can heal your Pokemon to perfect health. Shall we heal your Pokemon? Yes. Alright, can I see your Pokemon? She put it in the machine and the surgery's begun and... Oh, it's successful! Thanks for waiting. Your Pokemon are fully healed. We hope to see you again. Thank you. Can we be bothered talking to the people in this building? Okay, no. They're all just like tutorial people telling you about the PC and the stairs up. Okay, let's get out of here and let's check out the Pokemon Mart, see if we can buy balls yet. Hello, shopkeeper. Welcome, how can I help you buy? Potion, antidotes, nothing. Let's buy a couple antidotes while we're here. Just two, just three, I mean. We've got three, three thousand Pokemon dollars. Alright, I'm going to stop again. Hi, it's me, Daniel K. Uh, Sorry, let me just straighten out. Uh, uh. I'm just going to take a little break now, uh, to uh, personally thank Locathor. Um Lokathor is a guy who you can follow on Twitter, but you can also find, uh, if you follow him on Twitter, the RSS link to his uh, his audio-only Let's Play podcast, which he started. Um, he started it very recently, and his output, oh my god, that man's, um, podcasting stamina, it's something to be appreciated. He's been putting out one or two episodes a day, uh, and the episode count is now in the 20s, and I've been following along avidly because what he's been doing is Pokemon playthroughs, and they're my whole jam. They're what I want. They're what I need to listen to. Um... I first heard that Lokathor was a person who had started a Pokemon Let's Play podcast because I listened to the uh, Troidal Power's uh, Powerful Playthroughs podcast. Sorry, Troy, I've forgotten the name of your podcast again. The TTPP TTPP podcast. Um, I was listening to the Golden Sun playthrough. I actually really recommend that you uh, you, f- you follow uh, Troidal Power on Twitter and find his podcast and listen to the Golden Sun Let's Play, it's a, it's a good series I'm enjoying, bringing back all kinds of memories, and he just mentioned that there was this new guy starting a new Let's Play podcast, called Locathor, and that what he's playing is, uh, it's a Pokemon Red randomizer, it's not a Nuzlocke, he's just playing it like you're supposed to play Pokemon, except all the Pokemon's types and movesets have been randomized. So what it means is, he, like, will... Uh, come up against a Pokemon trainer and then send out a Muck, And he's like, oh, we haven't encountered a Muck yet. We don't know what this Muck is. So I guess we'll send out Vaporeon, which happens to be a flying type. Or whatever, I forget the specifics of his party. And then the Muck uses Thunder Punch. It was super effective, and uh, Locathor has to go like, oh, okay, so I guess Muck in this particular randomized version of Pokemon Red is an electric type. And so I guess... Uh, you know, it's it's all a lot of, like, he's a guy who knows a lot about the system. He's a programmer. He's like a Rust programmer, whatever the hell that means. I Don't ask me. But he'll bring up specifics of how the Pokemon game is actually programmed, uh, which I really enjoy. That's an aspect of, of his podcast, which I like, is his insider insights into how the game's put together sometimes. Um, he obviously knows a lot. He knows a lot more than me about how the Pokemon world works and types. He can remember what type is good against what type. He knows what type uh, Ice is good against, which is more than I can say for myself. Um, so yeah, I, I recommend uh, downloading the Locathor's Let's Plays. The link will be in the description. Um, and also the, Troy, uh, the Troidal Power Pod link will be in the description too. Listen to them both. Power, As you all know, is the podcast Cerulean is in a way uh, that is quite powerful. And today Misty we're playing more Cascade Bad But also, um, there's, a, there's a bridge I to the north called played, Nugget Bridge. Uh, and if we cross Nugget Pokemon, Bridge, uh, well, we can talk to Bill, like the Pokemon. rival said. and anyway, so we have is five trainer to say, uh, fights uh, to fight on our way to go and do this. This is Nugget Bridge. Beat us five trainers and win a fabulous prize. I think you got what it takes. Um, so instead, I'm oh, playing, wants to um, fight. Uh, Golden Sun, oh, where, a where I also get into a lot of random battles, but at Go least, nuke. like, my attacks fight. do damage. Uh, and uh, personally, uh, like thank right Locathor, now. because listening to 20 episodes of his randomized Pokemon Red playthrough is what has given me the Pokemon playthrough bug, and what made me pick up my Game Boy. Um, and so now let's get back into it. <clears throat> um... Oh, there was a reason I was going to say that. And that was... Uh, <laughs> in, in in the Locothor's Let's Plays podcast, the Locothor's audio-only Let's Plays podcast project, uh, he... I think he referenced the fact that I call... Like, I've got 3,000 Pokemon dollars, right? But really, these are like yen. So this is like equivalent to 30 American dollars. And he just calls them... Like, he'll see uh, 3,000 Pokemon dollars, and he'll just say, "Ah, oh, 30 bucks. And so instead of the potion being 300 Pokemon dollars, it's like, the potion's worth 3 bucks. The antidote is worth a dollar. I've beat this junior trainer, and he's given me a dollar and 70 cents. And I actually really appreciate that. I like that. So if I can, if I can manage to do that too, um, then I, I'm going to say, here in my pocket, I've got 30 US dollars. And a potion is worth 3 US dollars. Or maybe just dollars. Uh, So let me buy... Let me buy uh, 2 antidotes for 2 bucks. 2 antidotes. That'll be 2 dollars. Yes. So 200 cents. That's the system. I'm sticking with it. If you don't like it, then hey listeners, shove it up your ass! I'm doing uh, doing what I want! Yeah! I'm back! (laughs) Oh my god, I'm so tired. I had so little sleep last night. Okay. Does anybody in this Pokemon Mart say anything interesting? No, they don't see anything interesting. I'm leaving. One of the people was like, oh, darn it, they're fresh out of Pokeballs. And that was the only thing interesting. All right, so apart from the guide gents' house, there's another house in the southeast corner, right up against the border of the town, which is is demarcated by trees and uh, nice green grass and happy flowers. Let's just enter this building and see what's up in here. Up in here, two people facing each other. The first one says, Pokemon gain experience in battle and change their form. The second one says, Pokemon change? I'd be shocked if one did that. Great. I've exited the house. There's a lady here in this beautiful park-like environment, town environment. Anyway, with Pokemon, going anywhere is fun. Uh, I'm going to walk over to the only other house in town, which is here on the left-hand side. ...of the town area near the seaside. On the way, there's a person walking through town, which I'll speak to. Mr. Pokemon's house is still farther up ahead. Thank you, that's useful information. I'll enter the very last house. The last house on the left. Uh, There's a person here. A man. A balding man at a a table. You're trying to see how good you are as a Pokemon trainer? Well, you better visit the Pokemon gyms all over Johto and collect badges. Oh, I guess this is the Johto region. Great. As a little kid, when I get older, I'm going to be a gym leader. I make my Pokemon battle with my friends to make them tougher. Me too, kid, me too. All right. Let's head out of town up to the north. We're heading north. Let's just check the map, see what route we're on. Route 30. So this is another new route, right? Right. What was the route... Yeah, the route to the... To the north, which I couldn't progress up... Was like route 40-something or something... Oh my god, this is... Hang on, bathroom break... Bathroom break... Alright, I'm back... Okay... So what are we doing? Heading north, uproot whatever this is... 30? Who knows? Well, you do, you just heard me say it. Ah! Oh, a Weedle! Hello, Weedle? Oh, level 4. Go, Georgette. Tackle the Weedle. One hit. Oh, it's got quite high defense, I guess. Oh yeah, that's the other thing that I found quite intimidating about the Locathor's Let's Plays podcast project, is that he knows what the hell he's talking about as far as stats go. And every single time he meets a Pokemon, he reads out its stats, and he can go like, oh, that's a little bit above, above average. Oh, but it's, you know, his defense is lagging a little, and blah 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 blah. And so he'll let that decide which Pokemon he puts in his party. And I'm like, wait, what? You can, what, what? I... It's not something I would... I'm like, oh, this one looks cute. Let's put this in the party. Oh, shit, it just critted us with a poison sting. on a, so only a fraction of health left. Um, so, yeah, don't expect me to be looking at any stats anytime soon because they're all the same in my eyes. I got no idea. It's all just blurry, fuzzy numbers. 29 experience. Oh, that was a good weedle, actually. Grew to level 7. Attack, defense, I just saw the stats, I do not understand them. We've got the old flickery screen poison damage occurring. I'm just running back to the Pokemon center. And in fact, here, I've now healed the Pokemon. And I'm back on the route exactly where I left off with a healed Pokemon, not poisoned at all. Oh, another random encounter. Ooh, a cool uh, pixelated dissolve. Another Weedle, level three. Yeah, when the Pokemon attacked us, we got a cool pixelated dissolve of the screen instead of a, a, a sweeping spiral, which is kind of cool. It's poison stinging us again. Are we going to have another poison? It's going to poison us again. Maybe I should just run away. No, I'm going to get the XP. I think I'm still... I'm not going to be getting to a point where I'm one-shotting Pokémon and I'm not able to catch another Pokémon. That's not realistic. So I'll just mop up the XP while I'm still at this early point of the game. Um, we've made it through the long grass, we're now in a north heading route. Route 30, Violet City to Cherry Grove City. So at the other end of this route is Violet City. There's a little, another berry bush, let's get that berry. Fruit-bearing tree! obtain the berry I like this a lot Uh, and that was next to a little house now the path branches here up to the left the path continues but it's actually blocked by a jump-downable cliff I can't go that way up to the right it continues to the north but that path is full of Pokemon grass so let's just see what's inside this building now hello you know Pokemon eat berries well my Pokemon got healthier by eating a berry here, I'll share one with you. I got another berry. I got three berries. I'm berry, berry rich. Berry in the item's pocket. Check trees for berries. They just drop right off. Yeah, cool. Great. We're in a Pokemon Golden Age, where there's just one berry. Up north, we go through the Pokemon grass. We have a Pokemon encounter. A Pidgey. I'm going to fight the Pidgey with tackles. And now I've defeated the Pidgey did a lid ling bidgey fainted. We landed a single critical hit on it, and then a second follow-up attack. And uh, now we're almost up to level 8, the next level. We continue heading north. Um, We're out of the Pokemon grass. There's a sign here. Mr. Pokemon's house, straight ahead. But there's also a little person wandering around this little clearing. Mr. Pokemon's house? Yeah, it's a bit further ahead. But the path branches. I can head... To the west? Oh, no. Uh, There's a gate here, listeners. Not a literal gate, but like a a game design gate, which I can't pass. There's two people having a fight with their two Pokemon. Uh, Let's speak to this person. Go, Rattata! Tackle! What? This is a big battle! Leave me alone! So, we've got to go not that way, but the other way. The other way up to the northeast here, in the direction of Mr. Pokémon's house. Let's just head up north. North, we're heading through Long Pokémon Grass, getting into a random encounter with Ho, oh, oh, Ho! A Kakuna. Hello, Kakuna. Level four. It's going to be a long, a long fight in which it can't do anything to us, but we can do a lot to it. So let's just let's just cut to the end of the fight, shall we? There we go. Great, Kakuna fainted. I used a bunch of tackles. Forty XP. Grew up to level eight. Good, go- good, good going, Georgette. Yeah, that was a long fight. That took a long time. Uh, we've made it out of the Pokémon grass. Oh, here's another berry bush. A fruit-bearing tree. Ah, oh, a poison cure berry. Okay, diversification in the berry uh, flora, listeners. But that's okay. I still don't need to do anything to the bushes. So I'm okay with it. It's okay. Poison cure berry. There's a house. A sign next to the house reads Mr. Pokemon's house. And we enter Mr. Pokemon's house. Oh! Oh, there's two men in this house. There's a, a sprite which is like the old gentleman sprite. Like the old gentleman gentleman who has Growliths on the SSN in Pokemon Blue. Which I assume is Mr. Pokemon. But there's another man at the desk which looks exactly like the Professor Oak sprite. Very recognisable. It's actually impressive how recognisable Professor Oak is just in this tiny little sprite form. Hello, hello! You must be Danil! Professor Elm said that you'd visit. This is what I want Professor Elm to examine. Danil received the mystery egg. Danil put the mystery egg in the key pocket. I know a couple who run a Pokemon daycare service. They gave me that egg. I was intrigued, so I sent mail to Professor Elm. For Pokemon evolution, Professor Elm is the authority. Even Professor Oak here recognizes that. If my assumption is correct, then Professor Elm will know it. Up comes Professor Oak. Aha! You're Danel! I'm Oak, a Pokemon researcher. I was just visiting my old friend, Mr. Pokemon. I heard you are running an errand for Professor Elm. So I waited here. I had to run an errand, yes. I had to pick a peck of snide in a cold and gloomy snide field that was nearly nine miles wide. That was my errand. And the next night I went out fishing for trout in River River. Um, what other errands does that character run in that book? You know the book. Everyone knows what I'm talking about. Um, one cold night in Greenwich, I had to pick some Greenwich spinach. Is that right? I forget. Professor Elm, I waited here. Oh, what's this? A rare Pokemon. Let's see. Oh, I see. I understand why Professor Elm gave you a Pokemon for this errand. To researchers like Professor Elm and I, Pokemon are our friends. He saw that you would treat your Pokemon with love and care. Oh, you seem to be dependable. How would you like to help me out? See, this is the latest version of the Pokedex. It automatically records data on Pokemon that you've seen or caught. It's a high-tech encyclopedia. Daniel received the Pokedex. Go meet many kinds of Pokemon and complete that Pokedex. But I've stayed too long. Always stay too long. Long enough for something to go wrong. Plan B. It's the same Plan B song I always put in these. So I'm not going to bother playing very much of it here, I don't think. Go get to Goldenrod for my usual radio show. Daniel. I'm counting on you. And off he goes. Professor Pokemon says, You're returning to Professor Elm? Here. Your Pokemon should have some rest. Thank you. Very practical. I'm depending on you. Let's explore this house. There's a cool blue couch, which I guess they both sit on. And there's some high-tech equipment on the northeast. And it's got that thing which this game has where sometimes the floor is just a bunch of wires like pink and red wires on a black background and it's it was in um, uh, Bill's house in Gen 1 connecting some equipment to a desk and it actually is a pretty cool I don't know just like technology floor area looking at it it says it's a big computer oh it's broken (laughs) oh no what about this one a big computer it's also broken Here's the little computer desk that uh, Professor Oak was standing at. A whole pile of strange coins. Maybe they're from another country. Interesting. Is the currency different in... In, um... What's the name of the region in the first generation? Where, what region are we in? Are we in Johto? I don't know the regions. Leave me alone. I mean, send me a message. Oh, we get a telephone call as soon as we exit the house. Professor Elm calls us. Hello, Danil. Daniel, it's a disaster. Uh, Oh, Well, it's just terrible. What should I do? Oh, I... Oh, no. Oh, please get back here now. Click. Oh, no. Has there been some kind of Pokemon crime? I'm gonna race back through as little of the long grass as possible. Oh, random encounter despite my best efforts. Pixelated dissolve into a battle with a Pidgey. The battle's now over. I defeated the Pidgey. Down it goes. Enemy Pidgey fainted. Georgette gained 31 experience points. so It was a level 4. Tough Pidgey. And south we go. Here we go south. Down and south we go. Through more long grass. Oh no. But, But I avoided being attacked by wild Pokemon. Here's a jump downable cliff. Here we are at the very entrance to the route. Here we are. In a vile grove city or whatever this is called. What's this called? Cherry grove city. The City of Cute Fragrant Flowers, Cherry Grove City, City Number One. Ah, oh, We've we've had an encounter, listeners. The red-haired uh, 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 villainous person who was peeking through the windows of the professor's lab has now a- approached us on the path. Hey, you got a Pokemon at the lab. What a waste, a wimp like you. Don't you get what I'm saying? Well, I too have a good Pokemon. Yeah, I'll show you what I mean. A battle. We're in a battle. It's the sprite. A long-haired, long-haired, a red-headed character holding out a Pokeball with some kind of black buttoned-up coat. White pants. Long pants. Not like our shorts. Question mark, question mark, question mark wants to battle. They sent out Totodile. Hello, Totodile. Level five, a male totodile versus our level eight female Georgette. What does smokescreen do? Should I just tackle? Maybe let's make it unable to attack us with a smokescreen. Georgette used smokescreen! Enemy totodile's accuracy fell. It used Leer on us, but it failed. Let's hit it with another smokescreen. Let's make it so that, maybe one more smokescreen after this, and we'll have totally like... Rendered it in in, in, a, in a, unable to attack us at all. It didn't get us with a scratch. Georgette used the third smokescreen, and now let's just tackle it. Its accuracy fell. It can't hit us with a scratch. Like it just tried to do. Let's tackle it. Georgette tackled the Totodile. Totodile used scratch, but it failed. We tackle it again. We're not on 100% health, we're on 18 out of 24, but it's now down lower. Oh, it landed a scratch! We go down from 18 to 14. So, four points of damage per scratch that it lands. But I I think it won't land anymore. It just missed another scratch. It's down into the yellow health. Two more tackles from us should do it. It's down into the red. A critical hit, that was. It used scratch, but missed. Great. We used tackle. Good. We defeated the Totodile. Georgette gained 70 experience points. Only leveled up to level 9. Big success. Question mark, question mark, question mark was defeated. Humph. You happy you won? I got $300 winning. Yeah, I am happy. If I was defeated, I guess I'd need to go and release Georgette. <laughs> I guess. My name's question mark, question mark, question mark. I'm going to go be the world's greatest Pokemon trainer and they kicked past us I don't remember if canonically it's a boy or a girl it's a little bit of an ambiguous sprite I think it's a boy but I think I can keep on saying they Let me sharpen my um sharpen my uh my my they skills Alright, I've avoided lots of long grass. I'm heading to the east. I jump down a cliff. I'm now in Newbark Town. Let's quickly go have a little sleep at our mum's house so that our Pokemon can, um... Oh, no. I, I heal. I heal at, uh, at the Pokemon Lab in this version of the game. So I'll just enter the lab and talk to Professor Elm. He's already talking to a cop. I heard a Pokemon was stolen from here. I was just getting some information from Professor Elm. Apparently it was a young male with long red hair. Well, there we go. There goes the whole they plan. It was a boy. According to Professor Elm, anyway. A what? You battled a trainer just like that? Did you happen to get his name? Rival's name. What's a good name for a rival? Uh, J- Jody Foster. From Arrival. So Jody is this boy's name. Or Foster? Yeah, Foster. Jodie Foster from that film, The Arrival. Whatever, Daniel. Jodie Foster. Foster. It's this guy's name. All right, so Foster was his name. Thanks for helping me in... Thanks for helping the investigation. Off goes the cop. Let's talk to Elm. Daniel this is terrible. Oh yes, what Mr. Pokémon's big? What was Mr. Pokémon's big discovery? Oh yeah. Dan'l handed the mystery egg to Professor Elm. Uh, Professor Elm jumps back against the wall. This, and then he runs back up to us. Oh, but this—is it a Pokémon egg? If it is, it's a great discovery. What? Professor Oak gave you a Pokedex. Danil, is that true? Well, that's incredible! He is superb at seeing the potential of people as trainers. Wow, Danil, you have what it takes to become the champion. You seem to be getting on great with Pokémon too. Hey, you should take the Pokémon Gym Challenge. The closest gym would be that one in Violet City. Danil, the road to the championship will be a long one. Before you leave, make sure that you take... ...that you talk to your mum. Alright, are you alright if I use the little hospital in the corner here? Let's do it. Can I? Heal Pokemon? Yes. Great. Okay, let's go talk to our mum, I guess. Wow, this is going to be a long first episode. Other oh, aid comes up to us even. Dan'l, Use these on your Pokedex quest. Hey, we got the Pokeballs! Pokeball, to add to your Pokedex, you have to catch Pokemon. Throw Pokeballs at wild Pokemon to get them. I'll put the Pokeball in the ball pocket. Wow, I've got a Pokeball now. Just one? Let's check it out. Five. I've got five Pokeballs. Okay, it's on, listeners. It's on and cracking. On and cracking. Let's go talk to our mum. Be wearing your thinking hat. Wow, that's a cute Pokemon. Where did you get it? Oh, you're leaving on an adventure. Well, okay, I'll help too. But what can I do for you? I know. I'll save money for you! On a long journey, money is very important. Do you want me to save your money? Yeah, okay. Well, I'll take care of your money then. Be careful. Pokemon are your friends. You need to work as a team. Go on. I don't fully understand what that means. But I think I remember we now start sending money back home to mum whenever we get some money and she acts as like a savings account all right well whatever listeners oh I, I was gonna walk into the route but the guy in the long grass at the beginning of the route just ran up to me hey i've seen you a couple times how many pokemon have you caught would you like me to show you how to catch pokemon no i know buddy it's okay well i'll find then. okay anyway if you want to catch pokemon you've got to walk a lot and that's all he said well yeah listeners Here we are in Route 29, Cherry Grove City to Newbuck Town Route. And I'm just gonna walk in the long grass, and I think it's just Sentrants and Pidgeys. We're either gonna get a Sentrate or a Pidgey. So, let's just make that happen. We walk, we walk. We're walking and walking. We've got it in a random encounter, here's the first Pokémon. Oh! Oh! It's a Rattatar! A level 4 Rattatar! I didn't know Rattatar existed! In this game at all. <laughs> um, let's tackle it. Georgette used tackle. Oh shit. A critical hit. It's down almost into the red. Rattata used tail whip. But it failed. Let's dip in our pack and chuck a ball. We're definitely going to catch it because it's in borderline red yellow health. It got in the ball. The ball's shaking on the ground. Quivering balls on the ground. Gotcha! Rattatar was caught. Well, 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 well. Rattatar's data was newly added to the Pokedex. Rattatar. Living wherever there is food available. Oh, hang on. Rattatar, the rat-type Pokemon. One foot tall, eight pounds. Living wherever there is food available. Oh, it's Pokemon number 19, by the way. Oh, I skipped I accidentally skipped the rest of the description just it lives wherever there's food great give a nickname. Yeah, sure Is it gonna be Bassem? It is a boy Raditor! It's gonna be Bassem. Bassem the Rattata you all remember the first Pokemon Blue Nuzlocke Bassem's grave? Well, this is Bassem B A S Is Bassem with an E or an A B A S E Bassem Bassem the Rattata Alright Bassem Do you still listen? If you do congratulations You've survived me not knowing a lot about Pokemon To this point And you're about to survive a lot more of me not knowing about Pokemon Sorry about that Okay cool Well we got our first Pokemon Let me run back to the, the lab And heal up Bassem Um Yeah I'm sorry I'm back in the first town New bark City. And now let's access the computer. heal the pokemon yeah. it's Georgette and Basom. And let me just save the game. there's already a save file. Yes override it that's fine. Uh, one hour 21 of playtime. my Pokedex has two Pokemon in it and now let's wheel down the volume. And ladies and gentlemen Welcome to the end of the very first episode Of the Pokemon Silver Nuzlocke Um Soon to become Bugs Only playthrough Oh my neck is sore From hunching down in front of this blue snowball For so long But my heart is satisfied Oh My sense of adventure has peaked listeners I'm at the, the I've just taken the first step into a Into a, a bigger world A world of Pokemon. I thank you all for coming with me on this wonderful journey. This wonderful Nuzlocke journey. Thank you all very much. I'll see you in episode 2. Bye bye.